بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف سلام عليكم ورحمة الله uh, I hope that inshallah you are all well and ready to start our um, discussion about the remaining part of Munajatul Muhabbin and inshallah the beginning of Munajatul Mutawassaleen. Uh, we reached uh, this part of the Munajatul Muhabbin. Uh, we said As'aluka Hubbaka Wahubba man yuhubbuka Wahubba kulla amalin yusiluni ila qurbik I ask your love And love of those who love you And love for every action that enables me to come closer to you we talked about this already and then the slide that is highlighted not only I want to love you but also I want to love you more than any other thing and that you make yourself more beloved to me than anything other than you. More beloved to me than anything other than you. Because it's possible that someone loves Allah. So he has hubbaka. But this love is very weak. This love is not that strong that when Allah asks him to do something and he has, for example, temptations towards the opposite, he listens to Allah. This is not enough. There must be love for Allah first. Second, this love must be very strong. To be strong has levels. The minimum, the bottom line, is to love Allah more than other things and other people. So that if there is a conflict between what Allah wants from me and what other people ask me, Or between what Allah wants from me and my interest in other things. For example, I love Allah. I also love my job. I love my, I don't know, money, my reputation, my position my children, my 
husband or wife, my parents. So I love all of this. But if a conflict arises, for example, Allah wants me to give my money, but my love for money doesn't want me to give out my money. If I love money equal to Allah or more than Allah, then I don't give it. But if I love Allah more, I will give my money. Or for example, I want to go for Hajj and this Hajj is my obligatory Hajj. But my love for my children or my family stops me. So it means that I love them more than I love Allah or equal. Therefore, as a result, I don't go to Hajj. Okay, this is wrong. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran warns people very clearly by saying if if your parents or children or tribe or your money or your house that you like are more beloved to you than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you must be waiting or expecting a catastrophe to happen to you this is very powerful message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the people whose love for Allah is less or equal to other things therefore they are not able to choose between Allah and other things let me read for you this beautiful verse which is giving a kind of warning as well A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajeem let me read from the Quran so that I don't make any mistake Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim if you have Quran next to you please refer to Surah Tawbah chapter 9 verse 24 قُلْ إِنْ كَانَ آبَاءُكُمْ وَأَبْنَاءُكُمْ وَإِخْوَانُكُمْ وَأَزْوَاجُكُمْ وَعَشِيرَتُكُمْ وَأَمْضَالُ لِقْتَرَفْتُمُوهَا وَتَجَارَةٌ تَخْشَوْنَ كَسَادَهَا وَمَسَاكِنُ تَرْضَوْنَهَا أَحَبَّ إِلَيْكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَجِهَادٍ فِي سَبِيلِهِ فَتَرَبَّصُوا حَتَّى يَأْتِيَ اللَّهُ بِأَمْرِهِ وَاللَّهُ لَا يَهْدِ الْقَوْمَ الْفَاسِقِينَ Say, if your fathers and your sons, your brethren, your spouses, your kinsfolk, the possessions that you have acquired, the business that you fear may suffer, and the dwellings you are fond of are more beloved to you 
than Allah and his apostle and struggle in his way then wait until Allah issues his edict and Allah does not guide the transgressors so this is a warning no one should love any person or anything more than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that he chooses them over Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay this is one level this is the minimum but what we understand from the Islamic sources is that one's love for Allah may become even stronger not only he loves Allah more than other things but also he loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and nothing else is loved by him next to Allah or independent from Allah if he loves anything or anyone it's through love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Imam Hussein alayhi salam says in Dua Arafah Ilahi antalladhi azaltal aghyara an qulub ahbaik hatta lam yuhabbu sawak you are the one who has removed others from the heart of his lovers his friends so that they don't love anything other than him a lover is not the one who loves Allah and many other things and loves Allah more a lover is so much in love with Allah that he doesn't love anything independent from Allah rather he loves Allah and the things which are pleasing to Allah through Allah so there are two people two types of people who are both good but one of them is better one is the one who loves for example his children but loves Allah more the second is that he loves Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and because of Allah he loves his children he knows that Allah wants him to love his children to be kind to his children so he loves his children So this person who is a friend of Allah, a lover of Allah, not only loves his children, but he may also even love his children more than other people. We shouldn't think that these people have no mercy or no love for their children or family or friends. No indeed they may even love their children or husband or wife or kinship more why because they love them for the sake of Allah if I love my child 
if I love my family members, my friends, my community for the sake of Allah, this makes my love much more effective and much more powerful than if I love them for their own sake. When my love for my children, for example, is shaped and formed and originates actually from my love for God, it becomes much more powerful. There is no limit for this. As long as Allah and as much as Allah and in so far as Allah wants me, I love them. So the love of, for example, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for Lady Fatima sallallahu alayhi as a daughter for the love of Imam Ali and Lady Fatima for each other as husband and wife is not less than the love of a person who loves his children just because it's his children or loves his husband or wife just because husband or wife is much more because this is for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay so there are two levels one is to love Allah more the second is to love Allah and only Allah and other things will be loved through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you love other things through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala their heart becomes so expanded that then you can love everything which is connected to Allah and as you know all the creation is connected to Allah so you can love everything in the creation even you can love animals you can love plants you can love even stones and sands and air and water you can love everything which is connected to Allah as much as it is connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but of course there will be different degrees and ranks some are closer to Allah so you love them more anything lower than these two levels and that is either to love others equal to Allah or more than Allah or na'uzubillah just you love them and don't love Allah is not accepted so at least we should ask this please make yourself more beloved to me dearer to me than anything other than you please make my love for you lead to your pleasure it means that I want to love you in the way that leads to pleasing you if you love someone and this love is really effective you try to please that person it's not that you love him but then you ignore him you love him then you do something that may even displease him or her when we love someone we should try to please that person by doing things that are good in the eyes of that person so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make our love for him 
qa'idan means something that leads ila ridwanik to your good pleasure in arabic qa'id i think once i explained this for you in the past qa'id nowadays it's used as a leader because qa'id is the one who leads initially these two terms sa'iq and qa'id were used for those who were moving with camels if you have 10 15 20 camels and make them uh, move in a row then if you yourself that you are guiding them stand in front and pull them they follow you you are called qa'id if you stand behind them and push them you are called sa'iq so qa'id is the one who leads from front sa'iq is the one who leads from behind nowadays in arabic sa'iq is used for driver and qa'id is used for leader because he's moving ahead and the people follow him so we ask our love to, for allah to be our qa'id our leader something that leads us to allah's pleasure there are many things to be said about allah's pleasure we leave it for some time in future because this by itself is a big quality and big achievement to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the Quran mentions about the people of heaven that they would have different blessings there but then Quran says min Allah akbar. the pleasure of Allah is greater so if you are in heaven inshallah you have all those beautiful sceneries in heaven the gardens the rivers the fruits good companions good friends everything you'll enjoy yourself a lot but something more important than all these all these is to know that Allah is pleased with you which is a certificate of your success complete success okay oh Allah please make my yearning for you a protector against your disobedience so I love you I have a yearning for you and I want this yearning to protect me against disobedience against sins if you love someone then you don't do something that separates you from your beloved or keeps you away from your beloved if I want to travel and meet my friend my family 
someone that I love, then this yearning for this trip and meeting which happens at the end of this journey makes me determined to do everything for this and also to avoid anything which stops me. I don't want to miss, for example, my train. I don't want to go to a wrong direction or get stuck in my house. I want to be alert. I want to be prepared for this journey. I want to even keep all night perhaps awake so that I don't miss my flight or my train. I want to not eat too much so that I become sleepy and I miss my flight or my, my train or whatever. I don't want to get busy in some discussion or business or I don't know meeting that I may forget. Basically when you have something important, something great in your mind, you would try hard to protect yourself against anything that may stop you from reaching that object, that beloved object. So we say to Allah, Oh Allah, please make my yearning for you a protector against your disobedience. Wamnun Please oblige me by allowing me to gaze upon you. It's not that every person deserves or is honored to look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to gaze upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This needs permission this needs great favor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every person who is valuable honorable loved by people then there are lots of demands to see him to talk to him to meet with him to have a private time with him Imagine, for example, there is a very special place, uh, person, a very, for example, great scholar, a great alim like your marja, for example. So everyone wants to meet him. Everyone wants to have the blessing of even talking to him for a minute, seeing him from close distance so it would be an honor for you if you are informed that that grand Ayatollah has accepted to meet you has obliged you by giving you chance to meet with him talk to him discuss with him now imagine if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is loved by millions of people who is loved 
by thousands of great prophets and saints he says I am ready to meet you I am ready to have conversation with you I want to avail myself for you isn't this a great honor isn't this a great favor from Allah a great minna a great lot a great way to oblige you for sure it is please oblige me by allowing me to gaze upon you if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enables us to gaze upon him then we would fall even in more love with him if you love someone from distance when you get closer to that person you love him even more if you love someone when you see only part of his beauty part of his perfection part of his good qualities then when you have access to more aspects of his personality you would love him even more so those people who have been obliged by having this experience with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to gaze upon him they would even love him more they would love him so much that they become like drunk people as we have in one beautiful hadith that it's as if they are in the state of a scar like a drunk person but not drunk by alcohol no they are drunk because of great love that they have for Allah the similarity between them and a person who is drunk by alcohol is that they pay no attention to others you know a person who is drunk doesn't think that much about what people think about him who are around he is not in this world but the problem with the people who are drunk with alcohol is that they are there are they are in nowhere they are detached from people they are detached from ordinary things but they are not attached to anything great a person who is like a drunk person but with the love of Allah the wine is the wine of love for Allah he's detached from anything but then he's attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is the big difference so these people would not care about anything else they would not have any interest to anything which wants to be drawing their attention and 
make them forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even for a second wanzur bi'ayn al-wud wal-atf please you also look at me in the previous one we wanted to have the grace of gazing upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now we say wanzur you please look at me gaze upon me but in which way sometimes a person looks at you with anger no here we want Allah to look at us with the eye of affection and tenderness that is very beautiful of course Allah doesn't have physical eye but if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turns his favor towards you, his love, his tenderness towards you, this is what we mean by gazing upon you. So we want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be happy with us, to be loving us. And we want this to continue. We don't want it to happen for a few, for example, minutes or a few days. And then, na'udhu things change to worse. Please turn not your face away from me. It would not be possible for me to bear this. To bear this you know sometimes a person doesn't have a good experience so for him it's difficult but if he has had this experience and then he loses it would be much more difficult compared to person who has never had this experience imagine if there are there's a couple married couple who don't have children it's difficult for them normally people who are married or even people before marriage they love to have children if they marry and they don't have children it's very difficult for them of course maybe there are some you know important things underlying this issue that they don't know and if they know they would be pleased with not having children but anyway this is not our point now they love to have children so they feel sad when they don't have children but imagine if they have a child and then they lose that child the child dies which one is in more pain? The one who doesn't have a child at all or the one who had a child and lost it? I think you don't disagree with me that this person who had a child and lost a child would suffer more. When you have a good blessing, a good achievement, a good experience, 
and you lose it is much more difficult if you don't have a beloved you look everywhere your life is not meaningful for you you know you are frustrated in your life you look for someone to love but then if you have a beloved but your beloved breaks the relation with you or dies in then you would feel much more miserable than a person who has not found any beloved any person to love so when it comes to those who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they cannot take it to be disconnected from him maybe me and you don't take this very seriously but those who have tasted the beauty and sweetness of love for Allah they cannot take it to be separated from Allah this is why Imam Ali says in Dua Al-Kumid that even if you suppose that I can be patient I can tolerate your punishment how can I take to be separated from you habni sabartu ala adabik fa kayfa asbiru ala firaqik even if i can tolerate your punishment how can i be patient with respect to detachment and separation from you this is not possible so we say wala tasrif anni wajhaka please do not turn your face away from me wajalni min ahlil is'ad wal hudwati indak or in some texts wal hudwati indak please make me one of the people of happiness and felicity with you and favored position I want to be those people who have sa'adah, who have happiness, who have felicity and who enjoy being close to you. This is something that makes my life successful, makes me fortunate in my life. Ya Muji, oh the one who responds, oh responder who gives positive answer to people who call him who gives positive answer to the people who ask him Ya Arham Ar-Rahmin O most merciful of the merciful if there is anyone who has mercy if my father, my mother my friends, my children, my husband, my wife, they have mercy. But their mercy compared to you is nothing. You are the most merciful of the merciful. So please give me something which I really need. And that is love for you. That is to love you more than anything else. And that is to be able to gaze upon you and you gazing upon me with your love and tenderness 
continuously without being disconnected. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah give us all these important things that Imam Zainul Abidin salam asked from Allah and may inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to experience all the time without any interval this great love for himself and his people and everything good that leads towards him. I think I stop here and we uh, begin Munajatul Mutawassaleen. This is the tenth Munajat next week. We have some questions, I think, from previous uh, discussions or related to previous discussions. One is follow up from question from last week's viewer. In the best part of the time, what is the best ibadah? Namaz Shab or anything else? Of course, if it is the best part of the night, we should have this uh, Salatul Layl, Namaz Shab. But this doesn't mean that in all circumstances that is the best ibadah. It can depend. For example, sometimes it is the time of Salatul Layl, Tahajjud. But someone is in need of my help. My husband, my wife, my children, my parents, my neighbor. Sometimes I need to do something else. And that would be more pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But we should plan in the way that we do things in other times. So that at least part of the night, especially after midnight, before Fajr, we should have some time for Ibadah. It is said that once a student, a seminarian, a Talabah asked Imam Khomeini if we have time for Namaz Shab, would it be more important, more necessary to do namaz ashab or to study? The reason he asked this was namaz ashab is mustahab, very highly recommended. But studying is wajib for a student, a seminarian. It's wajib to become a scholar, to study and then guide people. So he asked Imam Khomeini as a great alim, as a marja, what should we do? Imam Khomeini very cleverly gave him a short answer when he asked whether we should do Salatul Layl or study. He said Salatul Layl doesn't need that much time. What does it mean? It means that it's not either Salatul Layl or doing your wajib study. Salatul Layl is not an obstacle for your study which is wajib. If the only way to become a scholar was not to do Salatul Layl, yes, technically from a faqih point of view, you must not do anything which stops you from carrying out your responsibilities. But Salatul Layl is not an obstacle. 
it doesn't take that long but then what you gain from this the energy that you gain from this the support that you receive from this would help you in your personal life and your life as a student and as a scholar so we should try to plan in the way that we would have this time for our private conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala question to salamu alaykum shaykh alaykum salam wa rahmatullah what are the signs that tells us that Allah is gazing upon us with affection and tenderness uh, yes very beautiful questions there are different signs one sign is when mu'mineen love you it's inshallah a sign that Allah loves you if pious people if good people they love you then you are loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we have in Misbah al-Shari'ah Al-Mahboobu Fillah Habibullah The one who is loved for the sake of Allah means there are mu'mineen who love him for the sake of Allah he is a beloved of Allah so this is a great sign if good people doesn't don't love you or bad people love you then you have to be warned but if good people love you pious people love you it's a good sign if you have a soft heart it's a sign that inshallah Allah loves you and is gazing upon you if you enjoy your ibadah it means that Allah is gazing upon you because it's impossible that you have conversation with Allah while you are looking at him and he's looking at you and then you don't enjoy is it possible to have a conversation with the most beautiful most wise most learned most amazing person like Allah and then you don't enjoy so these are some of the signs that can help us to evaluate ourselves whether we really have this experience of gazing upon him and he gazing upon us or just we are talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without understanding it seems that um, we don't have any further question so I stop here and I request you please you know, remember us in your prayer and inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would help and support and guide every person who is struggling to have this experience with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be a lover of Allah and a beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may Allah support your family your community may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make all affairs of your life 
especially your spiritual inshallah journey towards him very easy and free from obstacles inshallah may allah heal all the brothers and sisters who are ill and may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala solve the problem of those people who are suffering in any part of the world and may allah hasten the reappearance of imam mahdi we pray for our brothers and sisters who are performing hajj may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes everything easy for them and make allah subhanahu may allah inshallah give them tawfiq and chance and opportunity to perform a hajj which is pleasing to him a hajj which is appreciated by him hajjun maqbul and sa'yun mashkur inshallah would be what they achieve and we pray very humbly to allah to let us share with our brothers and sisters who are performing hajj in their reward thank you very much for your attention wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillah rabbil alamin